Aesthetic episode 156, the last episode of 2023. Another year has come to a close, which means that we're going to be doing our top 10 games of the year. The Game Aesthetic top 10, not ours individually. One collective list of the top 10 games that we played, kind of, this year. So, shout out to that. We did it last year as well. I don't remember the full list from last year. I just know God of War came out on top. Uh, full transparency about our list. There are going to be games on here that are not going to be on here because we just didn't play it. You know, like uh, full transparency. Alan Wake's not on this list. None of us played Alan Wake 2. Sorry about it. There are going to be some games like that. Like last year, we didn't have Elden Ring in the top 10. That's fine. It just, we weren't the audience. It's all good. But we still have a good top 10. We're going to be breaking it down here today, as well as just chatting about whatever else we've been up to throughout our break, throughout Christmas. Hopefully, you have a wonderful Christmas. Hopefully, you're going to have a wonderful, happy new year. Uh, it's going to be a great time. I got both boys here with me over Discord. Boys, how we doing? How we feeling? I'm doing good. I'm sort of curious about this list because I'm going to be honest, I don't remember last year's either, but I do remember us sort of struggling with it a little bit. Yeah, last year uh, was kind of a tough one. I'll just lose it a bit. I'm one of these I just assume is Zach's, and I had to Google what the fuck it was. <laughs> I know which one it is. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 we both know which one it is. So we've got our we've got our ten we've got our honorable mentions. It's going to be a great time. Going to chat about them, uh, reflect on the year that was, and then next week for 157, first episode of the new year, we will do 2024 predictions, uh, which I will do a follow up to our 2023 predictions because apparently I didn't write them down. So I got to go back to listen to the episode and get them, see how we did, as well as our I most only, anticipated games. I only of the year. know one prediction that I had. What was it? Because I don't remember a single one of mine. I just know it was a win. The only one that I remember. Oh, Starfield! Of the year, I said, uh, Starfield is. It's the Starfield one. Starfield yeah. will be the most basic ass Bethesda game, or most expansive, but basic. Basic ass, but I still have the TikTok up. The TikTok. <laughs> and he got a still, win out of that one. Yeah, that's a big, a big W for John on that one. So shout out to that. So we'll follow that's, up on that next week. Yeah, it's literally the only one I remember. Starfield. Yeah, forgot all about that. So, yeah, we'll do that uh, this upcoming weekend. So, shout out to that. Make sure to come by hang out with us. Uh, before we get into the show, if you could, definitely check out some Rogue Energy. I'm actually drinking some right now. Use the referral link down below, promo code SPARKY3 to get 10% off. Join the Discord. Check out Agent Ng. Pick up a jersey. We appreciate that extra support. All right. So, let me turn down the music just a smidgens here. Go ahead and just kind of turn it off. So, boys, overall, how we doing? How we feeling? Back from Christmas break, at least for the show, you know, uh, in terms of the show, and back from Christmas break. How we feeling, boys? I got tamales. Hell yeah. Shout out to that. No, that was my legitimate Christmas list wish to my family was an air fryer and tamales. Oh, oh hell yeah. So you got the air fryer, right? Yeah. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Love air fryers. If you don't have an air fryer, go buy one. You will want to have more. I want a second air fryer so bad. John, didn't you just get a second air fryer for Black Friday? I have, I have two now. Hell yeah, that's that's living right there. <laughs> you know, look, if, if you're listening to the show and you're just like you're questioning the hype of an air fryer, you gotta get an air fryer. I promise you, it's life changing. Find a friend; they probably have an air fryer. Use theirs. That's uh, true. I got my first one. <laughs> yeah, that's how I, I gave it to John. <laughs> I gave John my first one. I think I also gave John my toaster oven. I've gotten a lot of stuff from you. I got no shame in, in taking it. <laughs> hey, man, that's how, how it goes. You, I'm sure someone's got a friend out there that's willing to give away an air fryer. You, you buy new stuff, and I'm like, well, what about the old one? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Completely correct. Oh, no, I mean, it, taking off for Christmas has been nice. You know, I've been on vacation. I don't really feel like I've been on I've been doing a lot of gig work. 
uh, the next couple days I'm taking off. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I, in terms of games, uh, my girlfriend got me Dragon's Dogma, Dark Arisen. So shout to that. Been playing that on the PS4. I forget. Is that one actually just an expansion of original Dragon's Dogma? It's like a remaster is what it was. Okay, that's still weird to me because I know that came out like a year after Dragon's Dogma. Yeah, no, it's basically like a remaster is what I gathered from it. Because like, you know, I, I, I was re- I'm really excited for Dragon's Dogma too, even though I never played the first one. So like, you know, when it came to, to all of the gifts that me and her got each other, we both formed a list of like five or six games that we really have our eye on and just pick one from that, you know? Um, and Dragon's Dogma, I, I did some little homework on it. It's like, should I get the original or should I get like Dark Arisen? Because like, what 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 the hell is the difference? Apparently, yeah, Dark Arisen is just like a last generation, you know, Xbox One, PS4 like remaster poured up of the game is all it was essentially. Okay. Yeah. So I made great value Kratos, and that's who I'm playing with right now. Uh, so I'm having a great time with that. I made also as made your character. Or yes, your as follower? as my character, and for my follower, I made great value Atreus. So I'm having a okay. great time right now. I just realized that's because you sent me I a did string send you messages that, yes. God of War related, and I, I think I was telling you this the other night, Zach, where he sent me like several things. Yeah. And then like six hours later, I replied to the first one. <laughs> that's true. That's trademark John. So, like, let's see if I can get uh, my Kratos here on the stream. Let me uh, go over here to Discord. Pick me. So, there's my great value Kratos. Uh, I think looks it, atrocious. I think it's okay, you know, for what I have to, uh, to work with on Dragon's Dogma. I was about to say, the character creator's not the greatest. No, player. it was not. But, I, I mean, I feel like I did an okay job. I mean, it works. I have for, a deep voice. For how much that world uh, reacts based on how your character looks, the character creation is not very deep. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all right, you know. I played, I, you know, in terms of God of War, I've also, I have dove into Valhalla, been enjoying that a little bit. Uh, you know, I've seen, I've already seen a lot of clips from it, and, uh, you know, man, just top to bottom, I can't wait to fully complete Valhalla. You know, just from the clips that I've seen, the little tidbits, what I've got to experience, having a great time with it. And then uh, also playing Persona 5 Royal, uh, my new game plus. I got, my, I got, since it got removed from Game Pass, I recently got a new copy of the Xbox version uh, from Gamefly. Shout out to Gamefly. They're still a thing. They sell new games. Wait, what? Yeah, they're still a thing. You you bought it from them? I yes. knew they were still a thing because I check on it up every, yeah. every year. It's like, y'all still alive? Yeah, no, they, they, they're, they're still alive and they sell new games. Uh, and apparently, like I was telling my girlfriend, like when I was trying to hunt for uh, Persona 5 Royal, Persona 5 Royal on Xbox is like gold. All right, it, it is gold, okay? Because, like, no yeah, one has it. Surprise me. Uh, it's never on sale. Like, Amazon's got it brand new, but it's not on sale. Like, GameStop has the PS4 version, PS5, the Switch version, and they're all on sale for, like, anywhere from 15 to 25 bucks. But, like, the Xbox version will be full price or not available or whatever. So, shout out to Gamefly for coming in clutch, new copy for 30 bucks. So, shout out to that. So, I've been currently Eight doing my... I bought it full price. Do what? Should have bought it full price. I've already bought the game two other times. Okay. I've bought collector's editions several times. All right. We don't need to flex your collector's editions. We know you have 74. All right. Let's relax. <laughs> so, no, they've been enjoying those. Uh, last few days, I've been doing Persona mostly because, like, man, I've been so tired these last few days. And it's. Did you ever go back to Tactica? No, but I want to. And, you know, it's on my backlog. The reason I've been doing Persona 5 Royal is over, like, you know, Dragon's Dogma over Hollow is because, like, I've done it. So, like, it's turn-based. I can literally just turn my brain off and play a game. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. So that's been, it's been very relaxing to just turn my brain off and just play a game. The only time I have to turn my brain on is when I'm doing some of the content that I missed on in my first playthrough because I was busy working on my social stats. Gotcha. So I've, I've been having fun with it. Uh, but no, uh, looking forward to this year of gaming for sure. We'll dive into that uh, this upcoming weekend on 157. Uh, my first game on my radar is going to be Prince of Persia uh, coming out on the 18th. So Zach, you got this guy trying to rotate between a bunch of different games yep. that you only need one. You only need Monster Hunter World. <laughs> yeah, shout out to John it going is, back it to is, Monster It is Hunter all World. you need. Yep. That's where you're wrong, John. Because I have gotcha games. That's and true. I have reverse yeah. 1999. Yep, shout out to reverse yeah. 1999. I'm surprised that you didn't put that on your top 10 list, my friend. Uh, I put on honorable I mean, mentions I, for you. I mean, I... I enjoy it, but it was just—it's a gotcha game, bro. I mean, yeah. we put Marvel Snap on there last year. That's a card game. Yeah, yeah it's still a, a mobile gotcha game. game. I know it's not a gotcha game, but it's still a mobile game. Come on now. That's—it's—I know it's two different someone, things. This, this is from a non-gotcha game player, Zach. <laughs> he doesn't—he doesn't know what he's talking about. Look, I understand they're two different things. I'm just saying, mobile games, man. I mean, 99's fun. It's and it's different, but it wasn't like. It wasn't going to blow out most of the other stuff right. that came out. Yeah. Well, uh, I will say funny thing real quick because I, I just got a monster on her itch probably from seeing Wilds a, a little bit ago. So, uh, so I was like, oh, you know what? I think I'm going to jump back into it and play it. Little did I know, fucking everybody else is too. <laughs> they're, they're, like, it's consistently hitting like over 100k like concurrent players every day now like everybody's coming back to it which is uh kind of crazy to see like six years after the game came out that's just the one that everyone likes to come back to right now you know because like uh my girlfriend she's a massive matt monster fan likes rise likes world you know played some of the older ones like the psp and stuff uh but you know she that's what she talks about how everyone just comes back to world well, I think it's partially because, like, yeah, everybody kind of went to Rise. Like, I went, I played a bunch of Rise. Yeah. And then, like, you kind of have your fun with it, and then it's like, okay, time time to go back to the big boy. Right. <clears throat> All right, well, before we get to our top ten games of the year, I'm going to go ahead and just give a full transparency thing on something, just because, like, I feel like it's better to get it out of the way now. Uh, so in the studio with me, do have my dogs show off to them? Yeah, we've already quick. seen them. Uh, but I'm yeah. wanting to shout that out specifically because fun fact about my husky there, his name's Lucario. Uh, he suffers from seizures, and there are people shooting fireworks, and that's why they're in here with me. So that way, if he has a seizure, I can dip out and take care of it. So if the show ends early because he has a seizure, then hopefully you have a great day. <laughs> so I just wanted to go ahead and make that note on the off chance that it happens because we do got some fireworks going on where I live. I know John is like looked. He's like, is there? But yes, there are people shooting. Oh, no, I was right looking. At, I was looking at my cat. Okay, he's he's out. He doesn't know what's happening. Yeah, I get it. So anyway, all right, boys, let's jump into the top ten, knock this out, and then we can kind of chat about really whatever else we got going on. Uh, all right, so game static top ten games of the year. So let's do it. Uh, number ten. This is going to be kind of an interesting one. That the fact that it made it number ten because like when John and I talked about this game. You know, we were kind of lukewarm on it. We enjoyed it. I mean, honestly, I probably played about 20 hours of the game. Didn't beat it. Uh, well, I was going to say, I thought we were going to go through some honorable mentions before we jump straight to the top 10. Uh, yeah, Hogwarts, you should. 
be down there. But yeah, hey. yeah, Zach's a hard adamant on this one. Yeah, number 10, Hogwarts <laughs> Legacy. All right. This was a last-minute edition. I mean, it was already going to be in the honorable mentions, but, like, I was talking to John earlier, and, yeah. you know, one thing that we kind of talked about for why it's making our list is, like, while it, we were lukewarm on it, it is fun. Uh, I would recommend it to Harry Potter fans especially. But, like, I mean, you got, it is still the number one selling game of 2023, so shout out to that. I mean, it yeah. took over the world briefly. Yeah, for for about a month there, like just on Steam, this game sat at like seven hundred thousand people playing it every day for yeah. about a month. Which and on the other spectrum of that, just content wise, there was just tons and tons of content dumped into it for over like several months. Still, some stuff coming out now, but yeah, yeah, it's just it's one of those where it's like, yeah, we didn't. It's like we we played it a little bit, it didn't necessarily like catch our attention that much. But is this is one of those ones where it's kind of like you got to respect what it did for the time it was here. Yeah, I mean, and of all the games that I bought this year, which is a lot that I did not play, I have a problem. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy is one of the few that I actually played for more than like six hours. I mean, I did play about twenty something hours of the game. Um, I mean, I, I I did enjoy I enjoyed it for what it was. I thought it was a fun game. It, it's it's excellent for Harry Potter fans, like diehard diehards. I like Harry Potter. Harry Potter's cool. Harry Potter's fun. You know, the game the game was enjoyable. I mean, it was it, there was aspects about it that left to be desired. John and I talked about that when we reviewed the game. But uh, I mean, like John just said, you, you got to respect on what it did. I mean, it took over the world when it came out. So shout out to that. And it definitely got greenlit a sequel. So uh, Hogwarts Legacy Two at some point is going down. Uh, number nine, this is one of mine that I, I, I threw in there, and that is Super Mario RPG. I know how much John hates remakes uh, being in these categories, and that's why I wanted to include one but, just for yeah, John. All the, all the games that came out this year, and you couldn't even you couldn't even come up with 10 yourself that what didn't include a remake. <laughs> that is, he, he's got such a great fair point, because another one that I threw in there was Metroid Prime Remaster. <laughs> uh, it's like... You, you, we, we've talked all year about how good this year has been for games, and you're like, yeah, one of the best top ten games that came out this year is a fucking remake. Listen, listen, this game is near and dear to my heart, and that's why I wanted in the top ten because it's it, it really was one of those games where it's just like never thought it would happen. I mean, Super Mario RPG has always been like lightly acknowledged by Nintendo here or there, but just due to the the weird like like control of the game from Square, not Square Enix, but Square and Nintendo from back in the day. It, it's always been kind of set in limbo whenever it was uh, Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. So just the fact that this even happened, is I still personally can't believe it. You know, it feels amazing uh, playing it. You know, it, it is everything that you would want out of a remake of, of a classic game like this. You know, it just it feels incredible. This is a great RPG that I think, you know, any RPG fan should check out, especially if you're just a fan of Mario. I mean, you'll have a blast with it. I mean, it's one of my favorite RPGs of all time. I grew up with this game, my favorite Super Nintendo game, still one of my favorite games of all time. So, you know, the, just the fact that the remake happened, you know, is enough for me to want this. is This was my entry of like, I want this in the top 10. I'm a basic bitch. I want this in the top 10. This is my game. So shout out to Super Mario RPG, man. I still cannot believe that came out. I, I still look at the trailer every once in a while, and I'm just like, I genuinely cannot believe this happened. I'm so thankful I, it did. It, I mean, it came out solidly. It's still a great game. I know a lot of people have played it and everything, and even just the reworks of controls and everything, yeah. bringing it up. Yeah, it I mean, looks fantastic. Man, it's clean as shit. Cannot recommend it enough. 
Uh, now here's here's number eight, which I'm willing to bet this is the game that John was like, "What the fuck is this?" and had to look it up. Uh, I know what the fuck this was. <laughs> this one is Zach's game. Zach, what do we got? So this is the the Arch Rhythm Final Bar Line. It is the Final Fantasy Rhythm game that I bought earlier this year. Um, yeah, no, it's an interesting take on rhythm game because it's a mix of rhythm plus Final Fantasy elements. So. Like a traditional rhythm game, you follow along with the beats and stuff out uh, of the Final Fantasy music, so you get to choose between which game's soundtracks you want to go through. And more or less, they stage it up in, like, travel maps, uh, combat encounter maps, boss maps, and it has the whole RPG set up. If you create a party, you choose skills, you can use items. It's a, it's a whole thing. It's, it is a very in-depth rhythm game built around Final Fantasy. Uh, so is this one that you just, like, you look through your list and you went, I'm, I'm gonna throw this one in just because it's, like, it was that good or just because more people need to know about it? More people need to know about it, especially those people who like rhythm games, and just because of how... Because I initially picked it up because I went, oh, Final Fantasy rhythm game, cool. and But just how in-depth they went with it of just making it something that feels has the final fantasy rpg feel to it into a rhythm game and they just didn't take the easy way and just threw some slapdash rhythm game with the final fantasy music on the back end okay all right right on you he also had a another rhythm game that was on your list originally it's an honorable mentions that is a rhythm game right based on the name i'm assuming it is no oh no no he's talked about that one yeah i talked about that too Okay. Now, uh, I was like, uh, coming in at number number seven here, uh, this is a game that none of us actually played. Yeah, okay. But, but for me <laughs> in particular, I swayed Alex before. I was like, this absolutely has to be on the list. Okay, oh, no, so, he, so he hit me up I on hit this him up too. Just, and I was just like, it's, he's like, did you play this one? No, but it's on the list. Okay, listen, yeah. yes. So, so out of, out at of the... number seven, I'm just going real quick, we got Street Fighter Six. Yeah. So and, this is uh, the first time that we put a game in our top 10 that we have not played. And John basically swayed me in the extent of while none of us have played it, these guys, I know John especially, has just taken in so much content of Street Fighter yeah. Six. that's all they need. <laughs> yeah, I think what I said to him was, uh, I may not have played Street Fighter Six, but I have watched more Street Fighter Six content than we have played most of the games in the top 10. <laughs> Which that's saying something. Because I mean, it's like Street Fighter Six is like it's a it's a fantastic game, and it's like having not played it, I could still say that because I don't typically get into the Street Fighter like games. I don't typically enjoy them that much. Street Fighter Six is a fucking joy to watch. Like the tournaments for this game are insane, and uh, I've it's probably the the single fighting game I've watched the most of this year, uh, so I, it's like I I gotta I gotta give it respect for what it's done, especially like when the, because uh, the other thing is like all of the accessibility options they added into this game to, to make it the amount of people that can play it even more diverse is incredible. So it's like I, you, you this is another one of those you gotta respect what they've done. Hats off to you. 
Yeah, like I said, this is the first time in in the show's history when we've done these kind of lists where we included a game that we have not played. But it's like, look, it's one of those things, man. um, Like, if you ingest enough content behind it and like where you know the inside and outs of this game, you kind of played it to an extent. Well, it's the (laughs) other thing of the the other thing with this one is it has the simplicity of being a fighting game. Yeah. So the fact that it's a fighting game, you can. Even having not played it, if you if you watched it, it gets like I said, it gets a point where you understand everything that's happening, having never had touched it. Like you could you could be watching it and you'll understand the combo strings as you see like them starting to be initiated. So it's 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 been one of the most fun like games to watch this year. <clears throat> so yeah shout, shout out to the fact that uh that made it to the list i was kind of against it because i was just like ah let's just keep it the games we played but john's like now nah, listen listen it needs to be on there <laughs> zach made it short and sweet nope i haven't played it but it needs to be on the list <laughs> i'm like all right okay all right all right fine 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 uh coming to number six i think is one of the biggest surprises of the year at least for john <laughs> <laughs> yes, the one i pressured john into playing with yeah me. the one that Bo-long, you bully you bullied into dynasty it. Ooh, okay, fallen yeah, this, dynasty baby coming in at six. I, the, the, I said this like pretty pretty early on that I I really had no interest in playing it. Uh and then and then Zach said he would he wanted to play it or he'd he'd play it with me, so I was like, alright, fine, fuck it. I'll, I'll a fucking shot. try it, whatever. Uh and honestly, one of the biggest surprises of the year. It's but it was it's like I don't think I would have enjoyed that game at all playing it solo but the co-op nature of it it's just one of those things where playing a game co-op sometimes just it changes everything about it and makes it more fun yeah it just changed the whole aspect made it so much more fun i mean honestly alex you still need to go back and play this because this would be a good sort of entry point besides like liza p for you and black myth wukong but i mean i know overall it is a souls like game but i me personally i joined in the particular time period it hits on the whole uh, three kingdoms and everything. The actual system itself was which that really did, intuitive and fun. Yeah, the, the 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 time period, the weapon selection, everything that you go through, definitely kind of helped with it because you didn't have anything too complex with yes. it, and it was very clear. Like when you equipped a weapon, it's like okay, I I kind of understand what I'm going to be doing with this, so it wasn't. Like you said, it, it was very intuitive with it, uh, but very fun. And which overall, with it, it is a Souls-like game, but it is done in more of a level type setup versus just open area and just the overall scaling of each level. And even in the each sort of section of the levels of enemies, it chooses like, with the exception of a few surprises, like that damn cockatrice electric bird that jumped out at us. <laughs> um, it does have like a pretty uh, good progression for people, yeah, even if yeah, they're not used to Souls-like. Just yeah, to progress. Like, each each time you start a new level, there's there there tends to be the very clear. You should head this direction path if you want to have an easier time of it. But you can do whatever the fuck you want. Uh, and uh, some sometimes you do that, and you just beat your head against the wall for a little while and then overall i mean most of the boss fights we did i 
enjoyed them. Even the awful skill check Lu Bu one. I mean, I still enjoyed it for the most part. Just the challenge of it. A lot of it... Yeah, a lot of the challenge for those boss fights came down to can I actually hit the counter? Or can I can I hit it? <laughs> can I time it correctly? And because you get so many tries before where Zach could pick me up before the game's just like, no, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> no more. <laughs> so yeah, it, it none of them really felt like even as someone who doesn't play the genre like any sort of like of these souls like type games, none of them felt too challenging. To where we got to and uh which which was very good the hardest honestly the hardest fight for me was the fucking tutorial boss yeah <laughs> it still remains true how, how many tries oh we stopped that. counting it was like three and a half hours right it wasn't that long but it, it was it, it, it was it, about it, two hours <laughs> it, it, it i know it was over two hours because i like you it was like over an hour after you finished, <laughs> yeah. One of the biggest. Well, even uh, even with year. that, still a great game. And it's on Game Pass. Yes, it is still on Game Pass. So if you're uh, wanting to get into, uh, you know, try to get into the Souls formula before Black Myth comes out, like John and I, it could be a good entry point. As well as Lies of P, also on Game Pass. Shout out to that. So yeah, one of one of John's biggest surprises of the year because there was there was different points like when we got to the summer and stuff where John would make comments. He's just like, "Wulong is still one of the best games I've played this year," and I didn't want to fucking play it. <laughs> That's because everything else I was excited for was shit. Yeah, just kind of let completely let you down. All right, coming in at number five, we have Final Fantasy sixteen. Man, this game is just a cinema like it, it is just a visual spectacle. The music hits on just on a whole different level. Combat's incredible. The story is great. Uh, I mean, Final Fantasy 16, I mean, it's, it, you'd kind of expect to make it in. Shout out to the free DLC. Haven't played it. Uh, but the free, you know, the, I think the first one was free, right? Is the second one going to be free or the second one be paid? I don't remember. I think they're. I thought they were both paid. Are they they're both, both paid? paid? I thought, yeah, I thought the first one was free. Yeah, they're, they're paid DLCs. No, oh, my bad. They, that was announced like shortly after the God of War one, which that was one was free. Uh, say the only okay. surprise that was of the DLC was that. They're releasing one of the day. two dropping right that moment. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, yeah, that's that's true. My fault, my fault. Uh, you know what's funny about this game? I had a fun little uh, thing with it with um, some of the VTubers I watched. I happened to catch one was playing uh, was playing Final Fantasy 16. Right. And they were on the Odin fight. And just so happens while I was watching it, my father showed up and joined. And he starts watching and goes, I don't know what the hell's going on. But it looks nice with all the lights. <laughs> I mean, it's a visual spectacle, man. The game yeah. looks incredible. Yeah, a lot of the, a lot of like the big fights of the game. It's just, it's like half of it. The first half of it is like actually a fight, and then it's just kind of like a button prompt cutscene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, shit just goes wild, and they just go, "Look at what we could do." Basically. Quite literally. I mean, but I mean, it's like, I mean, the big boss fights are cool. I mean, it's like we, the the big the big thing initially with this game was gonna be the big kaiju battles and that, which turns out they're more just spectacle than anything. Uh, but the rest of the game is fantastic. Again, the combat in this game feels great. Uh, 
because part of what I when I initially saw it, I I immediately likened it to uh, like Tales of Arise and the yeah. way that that combat looked. Kind of similar to it, not exactly the same, but similar feel, uh, which is great because another great combat system. And so, uh, I mean, no surprise as well. Final Fantasy sixteen, some of the best voice acting of the year. Oh yeah, for sure. A lot of people were thinking that Ben Starr could have won, you know, best uh, performance. The game uh, yeah, wars. Me. That was that was that was me. Yeah. No, a lot of people. A lot of people thought that was a strong possibility. I mean, I'm pretty sure with that voting, that was probably a very close voting race. I think so. I mean, I really do. Between Ben, uh, Yuri, and Neil, I think it was probably very close. At least in my opinion. But uh, all right. So coming in at number four, we have the finals. Which as soon as this officially dropped at the Game Awards, both these guys were like, "All right, installing it. Let's go." Talk about it, guys. Dude, I've been playing the shit out of this Dude, game. I didn't even really need to install it. I still had my fucking beta stuff. <laughs> yeah, I. I was ready to go. I just had to update. This is a game that I remember you originally talking about it, Zach, and I had no idea what the art style or thing was. I never looked at it. And I was like, yeah, it sounds interesting. And then later I was like, oh, I, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll play it with him. This is, I mean, this is one of the most fun shooters to come out in a long time. Yeah, no, it's whole game show shooter extraction uh, style it's going for just completely works and runs well, especially with the added chaos and verticality thinking of the destructible arenas mm -hmm. and just to the level that you can in fact destroy them because oh yeah now the that I, honestly the destruction of the environment and being able to destroy 95 percent of what's in that arena is what makes this game as good as it is yes and just the overall like physics because now with the it having been out for over a month now you see the player base very much using that destructibility to their advantage more readily and just seeing more of the physics of just how you can still traverse how the buildings have fallen on each other and whatnot and not just like get stuck or clipped through but the game actually taking effect like hey this piece is this physics here now you got to climb over it and just being able to um monkey your way up like a destroyed building through the pieces that have fallen down oh yeah so it's some of the best ways to move around because it a lot of times, like a destroyed corner of a building, nobody's really paying attention to it over there because everyone's just jumping through the open hole and getting in there. When you can just kind of climb your way up, snaking around, and nobody, nobody really looks. But yeah, the the variation of of the maps. Some of them, the variations aren't too too much to it, where it's like it'll be more focused on mo like moving platforms on soul or something for example but then like vegas is pr vegas probably has the biggest change in yeah, actual map layouts which like just i don't know i kind of that's one thing i want to see more of is more variations of some of the maps not even necessarily new maps just variations to them because some of the variants are just way more fun to play on but yeah, I mean, this is this was one where I had no expectations when I played played with you in the beta for the first time, and uh, now one of my current favorite games to play. If you still haven't checked out the finals, it's free. Go play it. I've got it yeah. downloaded on Xbox, you get a but free I haven't tried Christmas it yet. Bundle right now. 
Oh, really? What's the bundle? Uh, Santa hat, uh, ornament, grenade skin, a single... The moment, I didn't realize that the, the, the frag grenade had the Christmas ornament skin, because I didn't pay attention to it. The moment I realized it, I got so happy. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to have to at least hop on there and get, get the bundle. Um, uh, there's a I've sticker. got it downloaded for Xbox, but I haven't tried it yet. And then I think there's like a single uh, audio sprite as well that comes in it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to play it eventually. I've got it downloaded. It's installed. It's ready to go. Uh, I almost installed it on PlayStation, but I can't remember. Maybe you guys might remember. I can't remember Sony's policy when it comes to free-to-play games and needing PlayStation Plus or not. Do you guys know happen to know their policy when it comes to that? I don't remember. I know Xbox, uh, if it's it free-to-play, you don't have to have gold. It depends because I know I know I used to play Realm Royale with my father and brother-in-law, and I didn't have PlayStation Plus. Okay, so maybe maybe then, maybe their policy if it's free to play, you don't need a PlayStation. And Plus. then Genshin Impact, I was able to group up with people on that. Okay, so maybe maybe that's their policy then. Eh, whatever. I mean, I got a, I, I installed on Xbox, but I wasn't sure of their policy, so that's why I got on Xbox since I have gold through Game Pass. Whatever, I knew I'd be good to play online. Whatever. Um, all right, so before we get to the top three, because I feel like most people listening can probably take a very educated guess on what the top three are going to be, I feel like this is a good opportunity. Yeah, we got some surprises for them. Oh, yeah, we really do. Dave the Diver, baby. Woo! Uh, but l- let's let's hit honorable mentions. Let's go through that because, you know, like I said, top three is probably pretty predictable. You know, what the order will be, we'll see. Uh, but some honorable mentions. And boys, feel free to chat on any of these. And also feel free to add any more that's not listed here. So the first one, um, this is kind of a gray area. This is one of my pitches, and that's Cyberpunk uh, 2.0. I had to fucking talk about it, put this in the top ten. Yeah, he did. Zach, Wait, he, what? Yeah. Why was that talk? <laughs> Because, yeah, he, for some he talked, reason, yeah, he was convinced that he could argue for this. And I was like, the game didn't fucking come out this year. My freaking sneak one you actually re- officially released this year. I know. I know. That's why it was kind of in a gray area. <laughs> Not even a gray area. This is just you wanted to put it on I here because you liked the game. I did. I did. I wanted to put it in there. Cyberpunk 2.0, shout out to it. Uh, Omega Strikers, uh, that got its official release this year. Uh, honestly, this probably would have made it in the top 10, but I, I kind of opted against it because the game is no longer getting content going forward, which is unfortunate, but it's still going to be active you know, to play for a while. Say, like It's still being updated currently, just no uh, new content's planned to come out at this time. Yeah, I mean, it's just a really fun like like air hockey game. What, what would you call it? Air hockey with abilities? I mean... yeah. I MOBA mean, air hockey. MOBA air hockey. I mean, come on. Sounds it, great. It came out of nowhere and of course it naturally blew up. Yeah, I'm really bad at it, but I enjoyed playing it. <laughs> uh, next up, we had Stray Gods, the role-playing musical. Zach's talked about this one before. Shout out to it. I mean, if you like musicals and you like sort of a choose-your-own-adventure narrative, only sort of like Telltale games, definitely yep. check this out. Uh, another honorable mention that whenever the game came out, a lot of people were trashing it. But then Zach over here is just like, you know, the more I play it, the more I think this game is going to be missed. <laughs> nope. And that is Exoprimal. <laughs> no, I fucking hated this game. Because you didn't play enough. And I mean, I'm going to be... It was... Okay, okay. Here's the thing. Granted, you made a good point that the more you play it, the better the game gets. My point with it was very straightforward of make the game where I want to play more of it and don't have to play more of it. 
Well, I mean, I give it to him because it was all associated with the story. So yeah. it follows a, a storyline, which uh, actually the story progresses. You unlock the more um, content and everything else. And currently yeah. it's in its third set, I believe, because it had its because it's currently doing its Monster Hunter collab. Yeah. Did it have a Street Fighter it, collab, uh, or I did didn't... Street Fighter have an Exoprimal collab? Uh, Street Fighter, uh, Exoprimal had a Street Fighter collab, so you had oh, okay, okay, uh, suits that looked like Street Fighter characters, Guile, okay. Chun Li, and Ryu. Yeah, I will say I didn't actually hate this game. That was a joke, but no, this game, <laughs> it 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 was just underwhelming to me because my my whole thing with it was just the game like. The gameplay didn't feel engaging enough for what I wanted from it. There, did, there just wasn't enough happening, really, to make me want to play more with it. And I can very much see that, because the initial opening sets of the game is very yeah. repetitive, because a lot of the content is still locked behind the story yeah. progression. But it was one of those where I'm like, what, even while I was playing it, I was like, this is not for me, but I understand why people will enjoy this. I mean, it's still got a, at least a steady player base on, I know, Xbox and PC currently, so. I mean, yeah, it being on Game Pass helps it tremendously. I feel like this is one of those games that if it came out without that extra boost, you know, of player base, this game would have really fell flat in its face, potentially, just because no Probably. one would want to check it out. Even if it is a game that can be really fun, no one would want to spend the money on it. So, uh, next up, we had Pikmin 4, which Zach was, had at number one on Been his list. robbed by Alex. <laughs> I was just like, you did, did you even play it? He's like, no, but it's the best game of this year. I'm just like, all right, it's going to honorable mention. Because at least Alex, with Street Fighter 6. I have a flag. I planted listen, the flag. Listen, listen. This is my year to wave it. I'm not going to be able to wave it again for God knows how long. Listen, if it was a situation like Street Fighter 6 where I knew you guys at least ingested a lot of content, all right, I'll hear you out. But I, I you didn't even play the demo. At least I played the demo. I have a flag. I planted we're, it. Hey, we're planting the flag in the honorable mentions. A shout out to Pikmin 4. Best-selling Pikmin game. <laughs> Fucking tyrant over here. Uh, next up, we got Reverse 1999, a gacha mobile game that Zach started playing. It came out, I think it was October, I think it's about in October, yes. November. Uh, so yes. Zach's been playing that, having fun with that one. Got a lot of interesting little uh, different events inside of the slasher one you showed me. It looked pretty cool. Yes. Um, so having fun with that There's one. The second half of that just started this week. I mean, overall, it is a fantastic gacha game. It is very, uh, some of the appeals to it is like, the overall story is actually very well written. Character designs are actually very different from a lot of gacha games, where a lot of people know gacha games as the waifu uh, yeah. roulette. Whereas this one, I mean, it still has waifu characters, but there is a fair amount of different designs. For instance, like there's Jessica that just currently came out with a new banner who's literally a deer woman. Yeah. And not just some busty, lightly clad, uh, dressed person. Mm hmm. <laughs> And just unique characters and just overall one of the big things with this game that a lot of people are noting is just for a gacha game, a lot of people are actually playing it in English voiceover versus uh, Japanese, which is what most people traditionally lean towards. Yeah. Because uh, in the large community, I just constantly see people saying, like, the English voices are good. <laughs> hey, that's a good thing. That's great. Uh, speaking of, like, you know, gacha games that are, like, you know, like better known as, like, the waifu games, whatever... I finally actually jumped into Talk Op not long ago. Hey. It's 
I, I, can't, I don't have much of an opinion on it yet because, uh, man, did it really just beat you down with some videos at the start. And I'm just like, I, I heard just, I, that's what someone told me. I was I, like, oh, shit. I just want to play the damn game. <laughs> like, let me get past these damn videos. The game's updated. Let me get past it, please. So I'll, I'll keep trying on that one. Shout out to Talk Up Destiny. Great anime. Uh, next up, we have another uh, game that just came out this year, mobile game on PC and everything of the sort. We have Honkai Star Rail. Shout out to that one. Get an honorable mention here. Definitely fun game if you were curious about Hoyo versus games, but didn't yep. like Genshin style of sort of the open world action. This is an open world turn base, so. Yeah. Uh, another game that I kind of am surprised Zach didn't put on his initial list because of how much like he kind of like were, was really excited when it came out, not excited, but just enjoyed it when it came out. And that's Hi-Fi Rush. I feel like it, I feel like it definitely deserved it as an honorable mention this year. I mean, most definitely it was another shadow drop game that was something that we didn't know we needed, but turned out fantastic. Yeah. A rhythm beat em up game. And shout out to the studio. Uh, they, they talked about this game after it came out with the huge reception that it had. And they, they openly admitted, hey, you know, that being like shadow dropped and everyone playing and loving it gave us a huge confidence boost in what we can do. That's always a good thing. I'm glad people, I'm glad they made, they, they took the time, made a dope ass game. Everyone loved it. And that gave them confidence boost. And we'll see what they do next. So shout out to that. Uh, the last one that I had mentioned was Metroid Prime Remastered. Phenomenal game on the GameCube. One of the best GameCube games. One of the, yeah, honestly, in terms of, like, let's say, Metacritic scores and stuff, still one of the best games of all time in terms of scoring. Phenomenal game that kind of, you know, completely changed the Metroid uh, franchise and how it's played. Remaster is incredible. Definitely pick it up. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, boys, uh, do you guys have any other honorable mentions that you would like to shout out that I did not have listed? Liza P. Shout I was thinking out. about yeah. this yeah. Uh, as we were going through. Liza P. I haven't made it very far in the game uh, for obvious reasons. I, it, I, I'm not good at these games yet. Uh, but from what I've played of the game, the, like story-wise was interesting. Combat-wise was fantastic. Uh, and the setting is actually really interesting. Uh, I wasn't very much enjoying what I played. Uh, I just got frustrated and had to take a break from it for a little bit. <laughs> That's You're gonna fair. Have a uh, with Romeo or what? Romero, the, uh, it's an in-game boss. But yeah, the uh, the game itself, like I've I've seen nothing but great things from it, uh, from people talking about it, and from from what I had played of it, it was very fun. That and I do plan on revisiting it. Let's see. I can't think of anything else. Uh, I guess the only thing for an honorable mention I can think of is, hey, Lucario's entered the show, is uh, WWE 2K23, my GM mode. Fantastic there. I, I, I put Why a lot... did that not get on the list? It's just, it's just a I wrestling I put it game. at number three, man. It's just a wrestling game I at the end of the day. I don't care about the wrestling game. I literally put GM I know, mode. I'm aware of how you specified it. Uh, yeah, yeah. We can't, we can't put, like, you know, can't put that on there, but you know he was arguing for fucking cyberpunk. I I know my bad. Okay, maybe I made some mistakes. You know, you know my fault. Okay, I'm also the host of a terrible football show. What do you expect? Trash takes and opinions is what I'm known for. My no, bad. I expected you to sneak in Mass Effect somewhere, but hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, snuck it in somehow, some way, find some roundabout way. Yeah, Mass Effect's in the top ten. 
it came out on this this year for whatever whatever I would try to argue some dumb shit. Uh, all right, let's get to the top three. Let's wrap the top three and kind of move on. Uh, all right, so I for two and three. All right, I'm gonna be very transparent. Was very tough to figure out the order I wanted to do with uh, these. It's easy. Yeah, I know. I know it's easy for you. It was <laughs> tough for me because like I enjoyed these games both equally. I spent more time on the third game because there's just more content. But both these games being sequels of other great games, but these were, in my opinion, safe sequels. While their original versions of these games, like the first ones, one felt really fresh to the to the franchise. The other one re- completely changed the open world genre. These just felt like safe sequels. So I ultimately just took on which one I ultimately just had the better enjoyment with to figure out who goes at two. So at number three, I threw in Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, love Zelda. There's my, I think my third or fourth copy of Tears yeah, of the this Kingdom. Is, this is his game. Yeah, I gave it to him to play because <laughs> I knew it was going to be the only way he'd play it. Um, Tears of the Kingdom, look, it is incredible. Okay. I mean, they, they over delivered on what they were promising, in my opinion, with the, all the depths and stuff, because they were so adamant, like, we're going to the skies, we're going to the skies. And then there was really no talk of the depths. And then there's this entire, you know, one to one remake of the, of, the size of the world underground to also explore as well as on top of, you know, with the sky stuff, the game runs great ultra hand. Like there are so many different ways that you can handle any situation to the point. I forget. Oh yeah. I'm having trouble. I can just use ultra hand and just build a 74 foot long bridge to get across this with nothing but tree, tree limbs and logs or whatever. Like there are so many different ways to handle every single situation. Like, the story is so much better. I mean, this was a far and above better than Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild probably still feels better to a lot of people because it was that new game that changed the open world genre. Everyone's been trying to copy it. But like this is bought far and above, in my opinion, better than Breath of the Wild because it nailed the one element that I look for, and that's just like a lot more captivating story, more challenging puzzles, stuff like that. Uh, I love this game personally. You know, I think John, you played this a lot more than you played Breath of the Wild. I mean, you didn't beat it. You, yeah, this you, game, you, but this it, game it, ran better than Breath of the Wild on my Switch. Yeah, it's shocking that Breath of the Wild ran as shitty as it did for you. But uh, no, I mean, it's like I I gotta give the game props. It's like, well, it's still not my like my preferred style of a Zelda game. I prefer the like I prefer the older or like the the games from like. 64 GameCube era, kind of. Uh, the full open world. I, I will say as well, it's like, just a small tangent here, I fucking hate what Breath of the Wild has done for the open world genre. <laughs> that's that's totally a fair take. I'm not I, even going to call fucking, that a hot I, take. I, well, I hate the fact that every, it, like, it was so successful that everybody tries to copy it. Yeah. Because there's several games that I've bought and played where they completely redid the game in an update to make it more Breath of the Wild-like, and I'm like, you had something good, why did you do this? Right. Uh, but no, it's like, you gotta give the game props for what it did. It's like, I I honestly didn't have as much fun with Breath of the Wild. Uh, I played Tears of the Kingdom a lot more than I expected to. I expected to play it for like five hours and drop it. That's, that's what, what I expected. <laughs> that's what I was doing at that time of the year. Yeah. Uh, I was playing every game for five hours and then playing something different. But no, I actually put a decent amount of time into this game. I I enjoyed it. Uh, 
up to a point, and then it kind of had that point for me that I knew was coming, where I put it down, I was like, I don't feel like going back to it now. Yeah. Uh, maybe that'll change, but it's like, again, this is one of those games that took over the world when it came out. It's like, it, all I was seeing for a couple weeks after the game came out was just videos of creations that people were making in the game. True. It's like, nobody nobody gave a shit about the story, really. Everybody just cared about what crazy invention they could make. My favorite one that I've seen, and it was more of a recent one, I saw it within the last month, I think, was someone made Godzilla, where he was invading the uh, the, the, the town over that's at the beach, whatever. The beach town, he's walking up on shore. They've got him firing lasers and everything. It's like... Oh, that's funny. Like, how the hell do you do this? <laughs> Like, it's yeah, so good. It, it, Tears of the Kingdom is... Tears of the Kingdom is one of the best games of the year. It's a top three game of the year. Even like even if the story's whatever. Or even if the story was whatever. Nobody... It's like... The story is one of the things you don't hear talked about with the game very much. Because this game gave people what they wanted from it, which yeah. was creativity and the ability to play it how they want it to and this and it delivered on that more so than it did on anything else yeah and uh just i mean top to bottom uh i mean the 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 team nailed it on this um you know it coming in at three i mean i honestly feel like two and three are a legitimate flip of the coin in my opinion just depending on personal preference it really is and, and that is, you know, coming in number two, I do have Spider-Man 2. There is a little part of me that put this at two. So for once in Spider-Man's release history, it's not third place to something. Because that was the first game behind God of War and Red Dead 2. And now it's this year behind Tears of the Kingdom and Baldur's Gate 3. So I wanted to give it a chance to not be third place for once. But, I mean, ultimately when I look back at my time of 100%ing Spider-Man 2, my first platinum ever on PlayStation, shout out to that, uh, and completely beating Tears of Kingdom. I didn't finish all the shrines, but I mean, did all of the major stuff. I've, there's like 152 shrines. I think I've done like 115. I've done, I've done an incredible amount of content with Tears, but between the two, just top to bottom throughout the game, my personal overall enjoyment, I couldn't put Spider-Man 2 down. I mean, like, I played more hours of tears because there is technically more content. It's an open, it's a full open world game. You do everything right. I mean, I think I put about 120 hours into tears of the kingdom in, in basically like a four or five day weekend or something like that. Uh, Spider-Man, I had a three day weekend and it was one of those games similar to when John talked about Ragnarok last year, where it's like he sat down and like would play the game for like 12 plus hours straight. That was me with Spider-Man where like I sat down in my chair and my ass did not get up unless I had to take a piss for basically 12 plus hours straight. I mean, my the the amount of hook that Spider-Man 2 did for me, like, look, Tears of the Kingdom is a lot bigger game. I had like a four or five day weekend to play it. Still did not beat the game in that four or five day weekend. Spider-Man 2, I could not put the game down and I 100% it in the opening weekend that it came out, which I've, I don't think I've ever done for a game. I can't think of another game I've ever been hyped for where I 100% it in the weekend it released. I personally can't. You know, so that that alone kind of tipped it for me personally that, okay, I think I overall just really enjoyed this game more. Yeah, I mean, Spider-Man 2, it's, it really just kind of took 
everything that came from uh like Spider-Man the first one and it didn't it didn't necessarily change anything it didn't do anything different necessarily it just it took it and just added on a little bit to each aspect of it really uh like the abilities that you get the way you traverse the world being able to switch characters and stuff it's not a ton of changes that they actually made or it doesn't feel like it when you're playing the game necessarily it's just enough to feel different and enough to have improved it to where it's like you kind of get the it's almost like trying to emulate the the feeling you had from playing Spider-Man the first time yeah uh, when it came out Breath of fresh air they improved kind of they improved enough on it and added enough to try to give you that feeling again yeah uh which works yeah it's it's all you really need cuz you can't you can't go too bold with it because you know you got another game to make after it. You gotta you gotta leave some room there to 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 make some add some new stuff in for that one. Yeah, and keep growing. No, you know what? That is honestly one really great way to put the game is that like you know playing the first ones like it just felt like it was a fresh experience to a fairly stale ish Spider Man franchise of, of video games, right? Like there are some really there's some bangers in there. But let's be honest. There's a lot of there's a lot of turds in the in the Spider-Man yeah. gaming universe. Um, so you you nailed it on the head when you talked about this game gave you the chance to recreate that feeling because like literally as soon as the game like you get thrown into it like immediately just start, like you immediately get that for that fresh feeling. It's like oh my god yes let's go. So yeah that that's actually a great way to put it that I haven't even thought about. I mean it, it nailed it in that regard. Yeah. And then coming in number one. We got coming in number one. No surprise. You've heard about it. You've seen it. You know everything about it, probably. I I had been waiting on this game to come out for like three and a half, four years ever since it was announced. Baldur's Gate 3 finally released this year in August. And my God, did did this game explode like no one thought it would. Uh, and it, 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 the biggest thing that this game did is it, like, everybody's been saying it for years about how a lot, a lot of games come out, they have problems with them. They need to be fixed over the course of six months or a year before they come out. More than anything, Baldur's Gate 3, with how big, how open, how just expansive the game is, showed how you any or how you can have a team create one of the greatest games to ever come out and it just work yeah and the the amount of player freedom that they allowed is incredible yeah they really more or less took the old tabletop rpg of can you can you imagine it and can you think about think of it and can you pull it off and put that in the game, which allowed for some insane ways to just completely skip sections of the game, beat bosses. People have done an atrocious amount of different things that, in a normal circumstance, you'd be like, I would never think of that. Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen clips come out of this game where, like, sections I've gone through where the people just did some wacky shit with it, and I was like, I was like, that's incredible that 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 works. 
Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the, it's like the the amount of choice that they allowed the players to have, and the at the end of the day, it's a fantastic game that the developers made specifically for the player to enjoy, and that's one of the that's one of the like biggest things about it is it was a game made to be enjoyed however you want to, which we don't get a lot these days. No, not really. I know when I saw people like talking about the game in terms of just like the amount of freedom and the amount of like, you know, the stuff that you can do and every, how everything kind of like, you know, well, everything's kind of important and everything will kind of tie together, you know, whatever I saw. It was one of the, it was the arguments of Baldur's Gate versus whatever game. And someone's just like, I told some kid, like, I thought he could be a good thief, and then that actually came back to, and became important 70 hours later. I don't think that's going to happen in any other game. It's just like that little domino effect that you can do in Baldur's Gate where it's like you do one little action 70 hours later that whatever you did comes back and it's like, oh, I, I forgot I did that 70 hours ago. Exactly. Yeah, like stuff like that that I enjoy, like looking at it from afar because obviously I have not played very much of it, but just seeing all the stories, seeing people talk about it and everything, it's just like it's little stuff like that that I love because I love games with a lot of choice and it lets you like mold the story to be your own. I love that shit. So like, if something as simple as like, hey kid, I think you could be a great thief one day, and then seventy hours later, it's like he becomes a great thief. Like that's awesome. Like it's that's funny. That's hilarious. That's ten out of ten. <laughs> I will say one of the one of the things. One of the best things coming out of Baldur's Gate 3 with the success that it actually has is now everyone knows about Larian Studios. True. Yes. Everybody knows the caliber of games they that they can produce, which they've been doing. It's just the games that they made weren't like it was games. They were seeing more niche. Yeah, it's like they're very more niche games and honestly Baldur's Gate 3 just blew up into the world because it's still their niche style of game that they like to make it's just everybody heard about it and it was just like that domino effect of people saw people playing it and they were like holy shit this game looks incredible and then everyone started doing it but yeah now more than anything it's just what the next project that Larian takes on is going to have all of the eyes on it. Everybody's going to be looking at it because now the world knows what they can do. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that is the big takeaway from this is like all eyes are on Larry now, which is a good thing. Good thing for the studio because they have continuously delivered, um, you know, time and time again. So that, that I mean, that's great. For, that's great for the studio. So uh, uh, just shout out as well, because uh, uh, call, the, call back to uh, our like 50 games you absolutely need to play list if you haven't looked it up yet and you want another larian studios fantastic game divinity original sin 2 you could pick up it is their last game that they made also fantastic yeah and it is the game that people debate about which one is better if you really want to take a step back there's also divinity original sin also done by larian yep yeah, it's it plays very differently. Yeah, it's a bit rough, but I mean, if you want to take a yeah. dip it's, back into the time, if you want to go, yeah, if you want to, go if you want to see where they came bit. from, yeah, if you want to take a little step through history and see how much they've evolved, that's your opportunity. <laughs> still yeah. a fantastic game, though. Oh yeah, it's I haven't finished it, but it's still a good game. It's just you can see the improvements that they made upon it, at, like from 
Original Sin 2, and now to Baldur's Gate. Uh, but yeah, it's super excited to see them uh, move on to their next game. Hoping it's uh, Divinity 3, but we'll see. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. They're going to take some time to themselves like, for hey. a little bit. I was about to say, with every as you said, everyone being on Larian now, and them having done what they did with the Baldur's Gate property, I mean... They really wanted to. They could probably snatch up another property that no one's touched in a while. True. I th I think they've said that after Baldur's Gate, they were gonna go back to Divinity. Makes sense though. But yeah, it does. It it would be it. The other thing is, if they if they were to get their hands on another property, man, I hope they like turn-based CRPGs because that's what Larian makes. Yeah, no, that's exactly <laughs> what it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, that's their thing, man. It's like they've they, they've developed their own engine, their own style of making the game, and I mean they're the masters of it for a reason, and now everyone knows. Well, that wraps up our uh, top 10, so that's uh, another top 10 games in the year wrapped up. We started this, uh, we started doing this list last year, of course, uh, and now this is the second year of doing it. And uh, honestly, for next year, uh, for 2024, I personally would really love to, uh, to further expand on games of the year sort of thing. I'm hoping to. I mean, that's uh, we'll, we'll see. It just depends on how this year goes. But I would really love to, to expand upon it, But uh, you know, in terms of how we celebrate the games. But top 10 games of the year from, uh, from GameStetic. So number one, Baldur's Gate 3. Number two, Spider-Man 2. Three, Tears of the Kingdom 4. The Finals 5. Final Fantasy 16. Six, Wolong Fallen Dynasty. Seven, Street Fighter 6. Eight, Theater of the Final Bar Line. Nine, Super Mario RPG. And ten, Hogwarts Legacy. I could guarantee you no one else will have this list of ten. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> no one else will have this exact list. So that is that is very correct. That's what makes us stand out. That's what makes us unique. This, this is probably the first time if we've done this we're like our top like in our top three is like actually the three best games that came out in the year yeah yeah that actually follows because, the because normally rest of the world yeah normally we don't play the best games that come out I, was of the about year. To say, I don't even remember what the heck our top three last year was but i know uh, they were out there actually i've got it right here because i have a discord channel for it that we did yeah, not use I was, for this i was looking at it. <laughs> so last year we had god of war ragnarok number one we had Pokemon Scarlet and Violet at number two. I'm pretty sure that was me. We had <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that was you. We had Marvel Snap at three, Horizon yep. Forbidden West at four, Digimon Survive at five. Digimon Survive came out in 2022. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Triangle Strategy at six. That came out in 2022. Oh yep. man. Okay. Uh, Citizen Sleeper, uh, Mortuary Assistant, Multiverses, and Ask Dusk Falls. Which, in hindsight, I don't know if Multiverses should have made that because, like. It that wasn't it, its official release, so that might have been on our were, that might have been our they, bad. Well, they weren't very uh, clear with that. They didn't explain that very well because yeah. well, no one knew it. Go ahead, because no one knew it was actually just a open beta. They just said, "Hey, multiverse is out." Yeah, yeah. They didn't tell anyone it was an open beta until like three months later, and then they cucked us all. Which uh, you know, and uh, looking at last year's list, there's a lot of games on there that people probably would not play normally. <laughs> So that's, that's that's how it's how we make lists. That's how we make lists. Huh? It's what we do. I'm on. Be honest. I forgot I got that that many in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looking back on it, it was a weird year. Yeah, it it was. Uh, 
So oh I'm, shit, Harvestella was an honorable mention. Yeah, yeah, you you made that an honorable mention for us. Our honorable mentions for last year was Lost Ark. Uh, oh yeah, Lost Ark. Forgot about that yeah, era for John. Yeah. <laughs> Harvestella, Sonic Frontiers, Pokemon Legends Ar- uh, Arceus, and Nobody Saves the World, and then Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. God, dude, 2022 feels like forever ago. Looking at all That's these weird games. Man, John, yeah. when was the last time you touched Lost Ark? Uh, I could actually tell you, probably. Has that era come to a complete close September for you? September 2nd, 2022. Oh my gosh, okay. So that era has come to an official close. Oh yeah, no, that game, it's like I played the shit out of that for... A, you went a, for like a good while. I yeah. went for like six months and then stopped. Totally forgot that game was even a thing. Is it still popping? I haven't heard yeah. anything about it. I guess it's not on it, my timeline. It's it's still there. It's kind of whittled down to its like kind of core people that continue to play it. Okay. Uh, but because I mean, yeah. it just had a decent size update not too long ago. Yeah, they 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 still do all of the updates for it. Uh, Which speaking of games that we talk about, that's got updates. Uh, Naraka just released a new character and weapon. Hmm, okay. Nice. I was actually looking at that on Game Pass the other day. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta throw in my Naraka stuff in there from time to time. Yeah, just kind of shout it out. Make sure people don't forget about it. Uh, hey, Zach loves this game. He plays it a lot. I was half tempted to download it and just open it up and be like, I wonder how long it takes Zach to notice. <laughs> it depends. It would depend if I was looking at my computer or not. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, all right, I didn't have anything else for main talking points. Uh, did you guys have anything in particular that you wanted to chat about? Any maybe new stuff, things you played, things you've seen, anything of the sort? Uh, I mean, when going back through to make my list, there was a couple things I did note that I do need to go back and play. Like, there's a random-ass Switch game called Master Detective Archives Raincode. It's mm-hmm. the game that's done by the Rompa developers yep. that was shown back in... Um, the Game Awards of 2022 and sort of was shown and never talked about again. Got solid ratings and everything. Just need to go back and play it. That came back out in June. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was that I, one I, random-ass game, Crime Boss, Rock City. Oh, yeah. Or it ever, got bashed. It got bashed. Well, yeah, because I mean, everyone now, talked about like how like it's not a game. Like the gameplay sucks. Like they focus so much on having a great cast that the gameplay is terrible. And I, I guess they fixed it because I saw that again. I was like, I was like, I, was like, I remember this being shit. Yeah. And I went back and started looked into it the other day. I went, and it had now some at least at least on Xbox and a few other sites. I came decent reviews of people going like, it's not a great game. Right, but it is actually a good time if for what you're because it's a weird, apparently payday esque roguelite. Mm-hmm. And looking at it, and I was just like, this looks more entertaining than I remember people reviewing it. So I've apparently missed something since it came out. <laughs> I mean, those are the only two that sort of re caught my eye while I was. Re- going through what this year was yeah the only other thing that i would say out there just uh not we don't have to necessarily talk about but i just wanted to shout it out because it, it all like really really went down in the time that we were off for, for the holiday is man straight up like fuck the leakers for the insomniac stuff like yeah. I, you know like look 
it it look we we talk about leaks on the show, okay? I get excited about leaks. I'm not going to tra- I'm not going to sugarcoat any of that shit. One of our title topics in last episode was the possibility of a Spider-Verse game, right? Like, you know, I I, I will touch on leaks and talk about leaks. Sue me. I'm sorry. But when you start leaking out personal information, that's where I'm like, "All right, what do- Okay. What are we doing? Like, now you now you're being a straight ass hat." Uh so I mean, that was that's just uh, like I, I, and then not to mention even the, the personal information, but the fact that there is a playable build of Wolverine out there, like dude, <laughs> like that's unreal to me that 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 happens. That people are out there playing Wolverine, modding Wolverine, you know, continuing to build Wolverine on their own. Uh, that's just that that part's insane to me. So fuck that whole situation. That that was that is insane. And I do know that based on anyone who downloaded the build. Uh, Sony is able to track that, and you are getting hit with copyright. Uh, I'm just be aware of that. You will get hit. They are coming for you. They will knock on your door. I've already seen like the the like the the file that will come out uh, about like, hey, we know what you fucking did. So anyone who downloads it, Godspeed. <laughs> you're gonna need it. You're gonna need you're gonna need some serious luck. You might end up like that kid who did all the Rockstar hacking. All right, did you guys follow that situation at all? By the way, nope. Oh my god. This kid, I don't know if we need to be impressed by the kid or disappointed by Take-Two and Rockstar Security. Okay, so this is, you know, the hacking group that this kid worked for that hacked that, that leaked all the GTA 6 stuff, like not the trailer, not the recent leak, yeah. you know, not, but the, uh, the original one. Uh, this kid, you know, also was part of the famous NVIDIA leak that we've referenced quite a bit, as well as another leak for oh, another co- big gaming company, but I don't remember what. Uh, so he was already like caught and on like probation and under watch, laptop taken away, all that shit. Dude, this kid with an Amazon Fire Stick in a hotel room hacked Take Two and Rockstar to get all the files for GTA Six. I don't know if we should be impressed by this kid or disappointed with Take Two and Rockstar security because that is unreal to me. An Amazon Fire Stick in a hotel and to a TV, dude. I would say it probably just goes to show that however he did it the first time, they never figured out. Yeah, they never, they never, they never because fixed he probably, it. Because he probably just did the exact same thing. That's so impressive, but also so disappointing at the same time. <laughs> like, oh my lord. So now like the, the update on that kid is that he has been ruled to basically be in a mental hospital for the rest of his life until he is deemed no longer a threat to society because he has openly admitted, yeah, if you fucking let me out, I'm going to hack shit again. <laughs> like, he's just like, I don't care. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm not stopping. <laughs> I mean, he's got a fix. Yeah, that, and that's his fix. So, man, that is wild. Amazon Fire Stick into a, a hotel TV. Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, so the only other thing I wanted to throw in there in case anyone wanted to throw anything out, uh, do you boys have any uh, general New Year's resolutions or gaming uh, New Year's resolutions? I know New Year's resolutions are kind of bullshit. I'll, I'll agree to that completely, but I still want to throw it in there in case anyone had anything. If not, no big deal. Just wanted to ask. The, the only thing I'm going to try to do in 2024 is going to be gaming-related. Yeah, I feel you on that. I have, I have something. I am going to try to finish fucking games that I start. Boom, me too. <laughs> That's my big did goal. Actually, did you actually finish a game besides Spider-Man 2 this year? Me or John? Spider-Man 2. I was asking John. Okay. So I didn't you finish didn't Spider-Man finish... 2. Shit. Did I finish a game? 
I thought you at least finished God of War. That was last year. Yeah, it was last oh, year. Oh, shit, that was last year. And he hasn't uh, started Valhalla either. And that's just an expansion. I thought you had finished at least one, John. Uh, vamp for a little bit. You almost beat Redfall. I did well, almost beat Redfall. <laughs> that's sad. My, my one gaming New Year's resolution I would like to attempt if I get the ability to would do a marathon run of all the Persona games. Ooh, that'd be good. Since I have all of them just sitting in a closet back there. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I, I gotta I gotta follow up with John on that. My my big like, gaming resolution is actually finish games that I, I pick up. Because man, the the list of shit that I bought this year and in and a couple of them didn't even play, like, you know, at all. Never even played it once. I just bought it and just have it. Like it, dude, it's the list is outstanding. Like, dude, there's too many games that I bought and did not beat. So like off the top of the dome, and this is kind of just going through the calendar year. One Piece Odyssey, Forspoken, Fire Emblem Engage, Hogwarts Legacy, um, Resident Evil 4, Dead Island 2, never even touched that game. Bought it, never played it. Uh, did beat Tears of the Kingdom, shout out to that. Uh, did not finish Final Fantasy 16. Uh, Diablo 4, barely touched it. Uh, let's see, haven't finished Cyberpunk 2.0. Uh, I haven't finished Super Mario RPG, but I've gotten a lot of I've gotten a lot of uh, playtime on it. Um Let's see. Baldur's Gate 3, so that's up to 11. I mean, dude, the list list can keep going. Uh, that one random uh, RPG that I bought, um, uh, Loop 8, which that game is just booty cheeks. Oh, that, mean, sh- that shit show? Uh, look, so it's such great concepts to the game, but dear, dear Lord, the game runs like complete booty cheeks. I mean, it, it is horrible. It, it's so bad at how it runs. Uh, tried Immortals Steve, I- of Avium. Uh, I did not buy it. Thankfully, they have like a full demo out for it. Um, it's all right, as I expected it would be. Uh, dude, the list goes on, man. So many games I've bought that I have not. Yeah, played. I've given up on that since I retro collect. Like hell, I just bought a copy of God's Hand the other day. I'm probably never going to touch that for a while. Right. Well, uh, to answer your, I didn't beat a single game this year. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, you know what? Uh, I beat three games this year. I beat Spider Man. Two Tears of Kingdom, and I forgot this year, of course, is when I uh, first played Persona 5 Royal, and I beat that. So it's three games I've beat this year, only two new games. So I, I bought a ton of new games this year, uh, and did not did not beat them. Uh, very disappointed in myself on that one. So big goal for this year is to beat games that I buy, or at least come close enough. At least come like close enough where it's like I've experienced most of the game, you know, and not just play. I don't want to buy a game and play five hours and never touch it again. I'm tired of that shit. I want to actually play these games. Uh, so the first the first uh, step uh, trying to get over that hurdle is going to be Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown. So the hopefully, I got the hopefully that goes well. This year was Redfall. Yeah, I figured. I figured that for you. As sad as that is, it's the closest I got to beating a game this year. <laughs> That's so unfortunate. <laughs> I'm just scrolling through. I don't think at the end I didn't beat any of these. Yeah, I played a lot of games. Played a lot. I played to like seventy percent on a lot of games. Right. Yeah, I mean that that's my big uh gaming New Year's resolution. In terms of New Year's resolutions, I don't really have anything. I guess just like the basic shit that anyone would have. Try to eat a little bit better, stuff like that. Basic shit. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I, that as well. I will say in terms of like content though, I do have plenty of goals for this year. Uh and one of them I have involving game aesthetic. Uh 
should be starting tomorrow over at TikTok at Sparky3Official. So make sure to go follow Sparky3Official, and you can follow me on a journey that I hopefully will not fall flat on my face on. So shout out to that. Uh, but boys, you got anything else? If not, we can hit the weekly wrap up and get out of here and go into the new year. I got nothing. Get out of here. All right, bet. All right, weekly wrap up. All right, so first off, that dick boy Bobby Kotick is officially gone from Activision Blizzard, and people have rejoiced. You know, I yeah, there, I saw uh, a tweet from a senior WoW designer. The exact tweet said, "Eat shit, Bobby Kotick, you pathetic ghoul. Waste the millions you didn't earn from people whose talents and light you will never understand." I saw another tweet from uh, Jez Corden who uh, who writes for like involving like Microsoft stuff, where he said, "I have not seen a single." a single comment from an Activision Blizzard employee that was positive about Bobby, where he's just like, I don't think Microsoft realizes fully 100% how much Bobby was a plague to Activision Blizzard. Uh, like I, he, like, which that dude, fascinating stuff. There's how much this is, the, was like the most hated man on the planet for these people. So shout out to that dick butt being gone. It's just unfortunate. He's getting out with a big payday piece of shit. Uh, anyway, next up, Lies of P sequel is to apparently be made with Unreal Engine 5 per job listing found. So shout out to that. Well, that's going to look amazing. Facts. Uh, got a couple of things involving in some uh, fa- you know famous Nintendo creators here. Miyamoto confirms that he has no plans to retire. Uh, in fact, when he was kind of diving into that more, he's talked about how he has no plans to retire. And he has... He's more so worried. He's not worried about retirement. He's more so worried about like, man, whenever I fall over and die, who's going to be able to take up my torch? <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, he has no plans to retire. He just wants to keep going until he literally falls over in studio and dies. <laughs> like, freaking sh- champ. What a beast. Speaking of another beast, uh, Sakurai also confirmed on his YouTube channel that he is still working on games. There was a big question mark on if he was going to retire or not. You know, and and go off on the ultimate swan song that was Super well, Smash Brothers Ultimate. He's working but, on games. He's not working on Smash. Yeah, it did not clarify what, but he said that he's still working on games. There was there was a kind of a big question mark on if he was going to retire, but sounds like he's not done just yet. And uh, honestly, I'm willing to bet Smash is gonna, is on honest table. Unfortunately for him, oh, I bet I it is. I bet I you anything he's gearing up for the next Smash, even though he doesn't want to. He, uh, he's he's got to take some time to make something that he actually wants to make. Yeah. Maybe another kid uh, Icarus he, game. That's he's got like to make, to make it something that he he's got to make his passion project, and and then he'll probably get talked into doing it again. Basically, or at least he'll oversee someone else doing it. He'll get an open checkbook, and that's going to be enough for Smash Ultimate or the next Smash. Like just the the biggest fattest checkbook possible. It's like just his name written on it, blank blank box for the amounts. Like write whatever you want, just make the game. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I thought this was like a, this next one was kind of interesting of like, uh, why, uh, a team of modders are working on an offline version of the day before <laughs> because Alex, they want to see the game that we, that the world imagined, but Denver received basically. I mean, if they can fix it, kudos. Well, the other thing is there are, there is a very small select group of people that liked the concept that yeah, the yeah. game ended up being. Uh, and and genuinely wanted to see improvements on it, which is understandable. The genre is the genre that it ended up being is a is a fun like genre of game, but it's gonna take a lot to make that into a good game. Facts. Hey, hey if modders can do it. Kudos, I guess. <laughs> 
Uh, all right, so next up, a Microsoft patent was found for a handheld gaming device, which features detachable controller similar to Joy-Cons and a foldable screen like a Samsung Fold. Now, in the big Microsoft leak that happened recently, there was, you know, talk of a handheld device in that, uh, that they were kind of working on their own Switch, essentially, and this patent kind of yeah. further details it that, okay, uh, they've, they've very highly considered this where they've got at least the technology patent. Look, guys, one thing to stress is that, like, just because it's patent does not mean it's happening. It has, it, I mean, it very well could be. I, my money says it probably will. But this, at very least, puts it in their back pocket. So if they're just like, okay, yeah, let's do it. They have the patent, and no one else can make what they did. Uh, it, I will say, uh, looking at the patent, looked very interesting. I would definitely pick that up. Uh, it looked very, very interesting. Uh, next up, Horizon MMO by NCSoft is pretty much now confirmed. Uh, there is, you know, friendly reminder, Sony and NCSoft already announced the partnership a while ago. And there's been rumors about a Horizon, you know, MMO. I think I think there was Horizon MMO stuff that got leaked at one point as well. Yeah, I like, remember hearing about this. All yeah, I mean, this has been like some old news. But uh, good old LinkedIn coming in clutch once again. Uh, NCSoft employee posted a job listing on LinkedIn with the code name uh, logo styled very similar to the Horizon games called Project Skyline. I mean, like the logo looks just like a Horizon title. Uh, it's going to be PC and mobile, Unreal Engine 5, and it'd be 2025 at the absolute earliest or later. Uh, so, I mean, this, this is something that we know is happening. I mean, just from like constant rumors. And like I said, I want to believe, if I remember correctly, I remember seeing a leak of the MMO of like actual like rough alpha footage. I remember because I remember seeing the uh, the robots that the, the user was going to fight were still like blocks. <laughs> you know, like I, I very clearly remember seeing that. So uh, if you if you love the Horizon franchise, here's an opportunity for MMO here in a little while. Uh, and then just wanted to finish off with three little rumors that I came across. One is the Bayonetta Trilogy is apparently going to be released on the Switch 2. Uh, makes sense based on Nintendo's track record of re-releasing games, especially in little trilogies or, or duo ports like this. Uh, next up is a God of War Trilogy remastered is rumored to be in development. That's pretty exciting. Shout out to that. that. Uh, that it'd be nice to see that get uh, that cup out again. Yeah. I mean, because I think it makes it's sense. It's a modern update. Yeah, uh, it's it's been a while since they they did anything with like the original trilogy, and it it is one of those things where while they are very like vastly different games, people that have entered into God of War from the newer games, I think they should go back and see where it came from, if nothing else, because it's like it'll give you a higher appreciation for what you got. Yeah, uh, they're no, also that's... still very fun games. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, th these are games that I've never really dove into, and it's games that I really want to dive into, so having a remaster would be really sick. I dove into the first game on PlayStation Plus whenever the, the whole new tier system came out because I wanted to test you know how the, game, how the streaming stuff ran with a game like God of War. Ran fantastic. Uh, and you know, talking to John going into 2018, because going into 2018 when I picked it up, I asked John, it's like, all right, what do I need to know? And he sent me like an hour-long video to watch. I watched every minute. I swear to God I did. You know, I got the full story, but even that was not enough well, for I gave, me to I gave appreciate. You the I give you the short one. Yeah, there's like a three-hour one, whatever. But, oh, God. Uh, but even that was not enough for me to be able to fully appreciate a couple scenes from the, the 2018 game that I appreciated, but not as much as John. Like the Blades yeah. of Chaos scene, for example. Like, John appreciated that scene immensely, as well as diehard God of War fans. And a newer God of War fan like me is just like, oh, this is fucking sick. Meanwhile, John's like, 
you don't yeah. understand how great this is. <laughs> Every everyone else is like take having a big intake of breath, being like, "Oh, don't don't put a, you don't have to do this. You you've yeah. gotten away from that life." Yeah. So a remaster would be pretty sick. Uh, that's one that I'm gonna keep my eye on, uh, as well as I'm gonna keep my eye on a new Banjo Kazooie game potentially in development. Uh, it's not happening. It's happening. I'm calling it right oh. now. I will bet money with you right I mean, now. It would not happening. surprise me if that's one of the IPs that Microsoft said greenlit to make something new. I'm telling you, it's happening. Phil Spencer acknowledged us. Banjo hey, fans, it, I hear you. <laughs> hey, you know what? They'll 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 make it, and it'll release, and it'll be underwhelming. Sales wise and people, sales wise. Not, well, I didn't say gameplay wise. It won't and it'll go pass, back. So. It'll go back in the vault. No, no, no. It won't go back in the vault. Now you know it's gonna gonna, what's going to stay in the vault is going to be Conquer. Unfortunately. Yeah, Conquer's never coming back out. My my sweet squirrel, <laughs> like he's gone. Oh, You're man. more likely to get something with the mighty poo making an appearance somewhere. Uh, look, there's that still that slimmer of hope with me that something Conquer is going to happen. Because, like, Conquer out of random nowhere, has gotten love this year with, like, these two U2 figures plus more U2 figures. It got, you know, um, a flavor with G Fuel. Um, it's got a bunch of other random releases, new, like, $500 figures that stuff that came out with first2figures.com. Uh, so it's got random love out of nowhere. Almost where it's, like, trying to remind people, hey, you remember this? Remember this cute little guy that's hilarious? Eh, might want to keep an eye on him. That's just kind of the way I perceive it. So I'm going to be hopeful. My hope is very low. It's like 1%, but it's no longer zero. <laughs> that's the thing. It's no longer zero. Uh, but that's all I had for the weekly wrap-up. Boys, you got anything else? I don't. No. All right, hitting the music. Last thoughts, boys. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. Um, Yeah, we're going to go on again. 2023 is gone. We're going to hit 2024. It's going to be another shit show. Like every year. Wow. Peace. <laughs> yeah, if, if you liked what you saw here with us today, uh, come check us out again. We do these uh, usually on Saturdays about 6 p.m. Central Time. And yeah, we're going to go to 2024 and okay, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. It's gonna, we're going to do some weird lists again, probably. That's what we do. We do random lists. We react to lists, you know, whenever an article comes out. You know, that's what we do here at the show, as well as a bunch of other things. And hopefully this year we will actually, when we talk about games, we will have actually completed the games or will complete the games. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. We'll see. Now, 2024 is going to be exciting because that's actually going to be five years of us doing this, which that's insane to think about. And it, that is, that worries me. <laughs> like, it's been five years. Five years went by very quickly. Uh, but looking forward to year five. It's going to be great. Can't wait to keep doing it with these guys. Uh, can't wait for all the games to come out. Uh, happy New Year. Have a good one. Bye.